Today, we're going to talk about some of the most successful individuals in finance and how they got to where they are. Often, it feels like reaching our financial goals is impossible. I want to be a billionaire. I don't even know where to start. But taking a look at those who have succeeded reminds us that we all start from somewhere. Yeah, success is a long path, and a lot of it comes from taking on the right mindset, which we talked about last episode. Exactly. So let's take a look at what rules others have used to bring themselves to the top and see how we can apply them to our own lives. So, Olivia, who would you think of first when someone asks you about the most successful person in finance? Warren Buffett is the first person that comes to mind. Honestly, for me too. He's pretty established as the best stock investor in the world, amassing a personal fortune over $100 billion. Now that's a very successful investor. Most recent readings have Buffett's net worth set around $121 billion, according to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index. Being the CEO of a major firm like Berkshire Hathaway sure pays off. Yes, it does. But he hasn't kept his secrets to himself. He has a few major rules that guide his investing principles. Buffett's first rule is to never lose money. And the second rule is to never forget the first one. While that may seem like a no-brainer, it's easier than you think to get caught up with something and start being frivolous with your money. Make sure you're always looking at the best option for yourself. Don't waste your money trying to earn a quick buck. When you invest, don't go in with the mindset that you might lose money and that's okay. It's not okay. Be informed and know in-depth what you're doing. And that leads right into some of Buffett's other major pieces of advice. He always has the mindset that when you invest, you are putting your money and trust into a company, not a stock. You should fully understand what you are investing in and be able to write down why you're doing so. Part of that relies on being committed to your financial choices. Our favorite holding period should be forever. Your money should be put in places of value, buy quality at fair prices. A wonderful company at a fair price is better than a fair company at a wonderful price. Yep. And there's one more key point we'd like to emphasize from Warren Buffett's financial career. Buffett's had said that wise investors should, in quotes, be fearful when others are greedy and to be greedy only when others are fearful. This is part of his investment mindset set in value investing, a style of investing he discovered from the person he would most likely call the greatest investor of all time. Surprising, isn't it? I would think that most people see Warren Buffett as a greater investor of all time. Yet, he would likely reserve this title for the so-called father of value investing, Benjamin Graham. Graham was a former teacher of Buffett with three major principles guiding his financial mindset. His first principle was to always invest with a margin of safety. What this essentially means is that whenever you put your money into something, you should spend less than you think what you are buying is worth. Yep, this always gives you a large opportunity with low costs because... Graham would essentially buy stocks worth a dollar for 50 cents. And when you're already buying low, the only way is to go up. This eventually expanded into a larger style of value investing, which we'll dive deeper into in a future episode. For now, let's take a look at what Graham's second principle was. Expect volatility and profit from it. Smart investors like Graham would take advantage of an uncertain market to profit from, instead of letting their emotions influence their possibility to profit. Graham broke this down in a Mr. Market analogy. 
So Mr. Market is essentially a salesperson for certain stocks, or you could think of him as the market as a whole. Sometimes he'll be happy and excited about the possibilities in the future and give a high price, but other times he'll be depressed and uncertain, giving a low price instead. Mr. Market lets his emotions influence his financial decisions. Graham's lesson here is that you shouldn't let the market's emotions influence your own financial decisions. You should always form your own decisions based on facts, not emotions or outside pressure. This is true in all of our lives, but especially in finances. Graham's third principle goes hand in hand with this. He encouraged people to know themselves well, to understand what they might be able to gain from their investments. He stressed understanding what type of investor you were, either passive or active. Having this type of knowledge will let you know what kind of results to expect. Right. While active investors will put their time and effort into becoming good investors, passive investors will have less of a time commitment. So when active investors think about their profits, they can expect higher returns because they've put in the effort and research that allows those returns to come out of their hard work. For Graham, high risk did not equal high reward. He believed that hard work equaled high reward. But personal financial success isn't just limited to investments. A lot of success comes from having the right mindset and being able to grow in interpersonal skills. And that's exactly how Abigail Johnson became the CEO of Fidelity Investments and amassed a net worth of over $23.3 billion. Although she inherited the company from her father in 2014, she started out as a simple analyst and climbed her way to the top. And she shared some of the ways that she was able to do so, leading to her future financial success. Johnson has discussed how it's always best to trust your own instinct. Not everyone will be looking out for the best for you. So it's up to you to build a path for success for yourself. At the end of the day, you know yourself best, but it's still important to effectively communicate with others too. Leading with deliberation intent are skills that helped Johnson develop crucial relationships in her industry. Don't underestimate the value relationships have in your financial journey. Part of those relationships comes from being able to get the little things right. As you develop financially, it's likely that you'll put less time into smaller tasks. But being able to complete basic work shows that you appreciate what others do on the daily. And most importantly, Johnson wants everyone to remember that losses and failures are what help you grow in the future. Each person we've discussed today has had their fair share of defeat, but what defines a successful person is the ability to drive success from discouragement instead of simply accepting defeat. Hopefully, you'll be able to take away some lessons from today's episode of Community Corner Podcast Personal Finance Edition. If some concepts still seem foreign to you, don't worry. We're here to help you understand them all in depth. Next episode, we'll start looking closer at financial goals and how we can use them to guide ourselves to success. For now, that's it from Rashmi Olivia. Cash it out.